and welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast. This is episode... No, it's gone. I think it might be 280. <laughs> it's something like that. It's a big high number. And because it's a big high number, we're doing something different this evening. So for one thing, um, host-wise, we're a little thin on the ground, by which I mean, there's only me here, but I'm sure it will be fine because I have with me three fantastic guests, uh, which are going to make it an awesome show. Um... Something else we're doing a bit differently. It's not going to be really an interview show this week. It's more of a sort of round table conversation, which is something we haven't tried before. Um, and we may find out over the course of this evening why we haven't tried it before. But I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, because what we want to talk about tonight is have a discussion about representation, uh, diversity within the representation, specifically, I guess, within the film photography world, but within photography world in general. Um, now, as I said, four fan no three fantastic guests we were supposed to have four fans well we're supposed to have listen <laughs> there's been some guest dropouts what can i say um let me introduce the wonderful guests that we have got here with us this evening so first off as i look at my screen we've got the fantastic izzy far izzy welcome to the show um Hi. Izzy is a lovely photographer based down in london uh you have the be kind shoot film blog is that right izzy Yes, yeah, yeah, it's my website, yeah. Yeah, it's your website. <laughs> and Izzy, uh, Izzy put the cat amongst the pigeons back in August last year when she wrote, um, I wouldn't say a dat scathing, but a quite blunt open letter to Kodak about their lack of representation, which it, it started the conversation up again, which is always going, um, but it kind of refreshed that one in a way that it needed doing. Also joining us tonight from the Grain Girls uh, blog, collective, Instagram feed, website all around awesomeness one half of that team <laughs> the other half is absent without leave it's t t welcome to the Hi. podcast absolute yeah, delight to have you know, here i don't know what's happened with nikki she's she's disappeared off somewhere but i'm sure she'll reappear at some point or at least i hope i can't do this by myself <laughs> she's left you in the look well we'll cross finger that she does turn up at some point and finally rounding out our fantastic trio it feels like she needs no introduction, but she's going to get one anyway. It's the one and only Michelle Parr from Harmon Technologies, or Ilford Photo, as we all know her. Michelle, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, Graham. I'm looking forward to tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's great to have you here because, you know, as we said before we started, this is one of those conversations. It's just, it's a good conversation to have, but it's also, it's a good conversation to have when there's somebody who's here who's from the industry rather than just... No, I'm, I'm just me. I'm not industry. I'm just me. Well, you, me. you can be just you as well. Um, okay. Now, before we yeah. get into it, there's um, three things that I just want to acknowledge before we get into this. So one, um, the lack of balanced representation is a thing. We're not going to be debating whether or not it's a thing. It's just a thing. We all know it's a thing. If you're listening to this thinking, I don't think it is a thing, you should probably tune out now because this is just going to annoy you. So that's not what the conversation is going to be about. Um, secondly, also well aware that the Sunny 16 podcast is probably, no, not probably, is just as bad. If you look back through our history and see how many male white guests we have to everybody else, that balance is horribly out of whack. So we are not beyond this. And thirdly, as a conversation about diversity and representation goes, um, the <laughs> the TV screen in front of me is mad white. I think it's fairly safe to say. Now, we, d we did try to make that not happen and we failed a bit. But you know what? 
there will be other conversations in the future. But please just know that this is not just about um, representation of females within the community. It's about diversity across the board, whether that's um, ethnicity, race, um, gender, sexuality, all of that stuff. It's it's all a problem because generally it does just default to white male. That's the one thing we can be fairly confident on. So I thought just to get us warmed up before we get into this, I have a question. I'm going to take one at a time for all three of you. I would be interested to know. I'm going to start with you, Izzy. I probably should have pre-warned you on it. I would like to know, when when you think about people within the community who inspire you and you look up to as somebody as a representative of the community that inspires your work, whether directly or indirectly, who pops to mind for you? As in individual photographers or, yeah. or, or group? Or, well, I have, like, I would say that I, I have, like, almost a core group of people who I've, who I've, followed for a while and um I've, i have lots of conversations with and i've actually this year managed to actually meet them and some of them in person um on photo walks which has been amazing the she hearts film photo walk so people that come to mind um just an instagram friend is uh eleanor pw um she's uh, one of my favorite photographers also molly fletcher i've not actually met those people in person and then also uh like loz cam i love her for photos as well she, i met her i've met her a few times now on photo walks um those are just some people i spring to mind um yeah. obviously those are women but um, no 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 that's that's there are male photographers as well yeah. that, um, you know, find right. me as well but like I would say that in terms of the people I talk to you more on Instagram directly it's mostly women probably mm-hmm. what about yeah. you T same question is there somebody who maybe inspired uh, you to get into photography in the first place or to be quite honestly uh, to, to be quite honestly to be quite honest um, if I was to pick um, if I was to sort of centre my focus around a certain person I'd don't think I'd be able to do it because I tend the way I drive my art style from is I tend to surround myself with um as many different people um through diverse walks of life as I can so for me it's like at the minute I've been um sort of like aside from from work been planning on doing a lot of portraiture um in the upcoming sort of sunnier months and i found myself looking at especially a lot of um black women photographers um because their portraits and the people even the black women photographers behind the camera are absolutely stunning and just the different sort of dynamic that they capture is really sort of um caught my eye to to be honest but um, yeah, I, I follow a lot of a lot of different people, um, a lot of you know transgender people, a lot of um, you know just sort of um, people from all over really. Like mm-hmm. I don't really, I, I couldn't single a single person out and pick because I think it would be unfair to the rest. Um, but yeah, just um, yeah, just people's different art styles depending on where they're from is just crazy like we've got um through grain girls as well we've we've found like a lot of different people from um africa as well and their art styles and the stuff that they capture is is just just amazing i think that's what kind of what i've been sort of divulging in at the minute Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no that's cool and what about you michelle oh i think this is quite a hard one because i mean i'm 
I suppose I'm lucky in a way because I get to speak to so many different photographers. Um, I think some of the ones I've admired most recently, I mean, I've always shot films, so I can't say anyone particularly influenced me, but I think there's those that have have helped me more come into my own and grow into my own confidence and just appreciate what I like and realise that I don't have to conform as such. Um, and there are people like um, Lucy Ridges. Um, her stuff's very, very different to anything I shoot, but she has her own style. I really like her her take on her self-portraiture. Um, people like Rita Harper. Following her story has been really interesting because she started off in 35 mil. She's moved on to... Uh, medium format um i follow and i talk a lot with um, a lady on instagram called jess martineau um she's maple sugar witch on instagram she shoots a lot of in um around salem and that sort of thing um cemetery is quite darker darker themes but she she has a real range of cameras for medium format um so i think she's got an all that film camera um, like cine film camera sort of thing as well so and Rachel, obviously, who's normally on here, I mean, seeing her in the dark room at eight months pregnant, bouncing <laughs> on her ball and, and still making prints was just awesome. I mean, she's just a total force to be reckoned with. And I think I'm just just trying to think of some of the people I've had the chance to speak to in the past. And, um, there were, you know, there's people who've talked about how film and how shooting photography helps them it's almost um like good for the mental health and and then there's so many that i've met recently and over the last couple of years by following hashtags like she hearts film like green girls like shoot film be nice um black women photographers and it just seems that that the people out there over the last especially over the last 18 months two years there are more and more people that are sharing their work and Mm. And doing different things. So, yeah, I think I'd be hard. Apart from those, I could go on and probably name about 20, but all for very different things. So yeah. I think they're the ones that mainly I keep a, a yeah. watching. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's the thing, though. I mean, the, what's across the board is that all of you are um, benefiting from from taking inspiration from a really diverse range of people um, and getting yeah. the, and the different energies that following a diverse group of people bring. Because... Every everybody's going to bring something different, and the more diversity it is, the more diversity of background you're going to get something different from it. Um, so it's kind of it's a no-brainer. Why would you not want more diversity? Um, let's start them. Let's start proper. Um, Izzy, the conversation around um, representation is 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 always going on, or at least it's always it's always a thing we're kind of aware of as a background. As Rachel has talked mm-hmm. about it a lot over the years in various ways. What was it last August that prompted you, that particularly got your goat that day to think, I'm, I, you know what, stuff this. I'm going to write a letter to Kodak, write an open letter to Kodak about this. <laughs> what, yeah, what pushed me over the edge? Um, <laughs> so I don't, well, I don't know. I think a lot of people, I can't speak for everyone, obviously, but like, I think a lot of the people I was speaking to on Instagram, for example, I feel like a lot of women were having conversations amongst themselves, certainly, and, and probably with some men as well. I had mentioned it, I had a few conversations with the guys about it too. Just talking about, oh, it's, you know, the lack of representation on feature pages um, in particular. And obviously that's that's the result of a wider problem, but, you know, 
figuring on a feature page but you know that there was a lot of I feel like behind the scenes conversations about that that lack of diversity and there'd obviously been some people talking about it quite publicly like um you know girl with too many cameras you know Danielle um mm-hmm. she'd been speaking about that in terms of the huge like female youtubers um before and there's been lots of people calling things out before but I just I just felt like there was there was all this always this background conversation about talking about how these complaining about these feature pages and how I just noticed how a lot of people were like oh yeah I unfollowed them in the end because they were just they were just posting like male photographers they didn't seem to be making much of an effort that kind of thing and then yeah in summer I just I'd always followed I followed Kodak for a little while I mean I I shoot a lot of their film like I do like shoot a lot of colour films so um and I think it was on someone else's story they pointed out that they it was they'd like literally just been f- sharing male photographers consecutively and I had a look myself and it was 30 in a row <laughs> they were all male and um from an initial look as well you could tell they were mostly white males and so I just thought this is really bad because that's like two months worth of features and they're just there's just no effort to like uh feature any female photographers and if you went on their look on their hashtag I think you'd find certainly more than one in 30 um photographers you know sharing uh photos the hashtag um I think it just I think I just got angry and wrote a letter (laughs) um and I think I remember I decided to come I wrote the letter I decided to come back to it and that's when I decided to add a few people to the letter to sort of um as a like a tongue-in-cheek way of saying to Kodak oh you know here's a little starter list for you but obviously it was the letter was to Kodak and um, about their main their main feature page but there, it's, it's obviously something that's part of a wider issue it's not just Kodak that um have been doing that but um have you know not been sort of making much of an effort in that regard theirs was particularly bad I think probably the worst page I've ever seen for it but um yeah that was that was it really yeah well <laughs> Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the thing is, so you, part of the stuff that you do for your job is running this kind of thing for Ilford um, and sharing people's work. You know, the the Ilford Instagram feed is great at sharing other people's work. I see lots of beautiful work on there. Um, You do the Film Fridays on Twitter. Um, That's right, isn't it? I'm getting, I'm terrible remember what hashtags are what. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Don't worry. Yeah, I mean, and I'll be totally honest, when we saw your post, when I I saw your post, I was like, wow. And then I thought, shit, well, what do we do? Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And because, because, I'll be honest, when we look on, the the way we find images is we look for hashtags. Yeah. Um, I want to say we, that's me. That we haven't got a massive team now now we have one other person who started two weeks ago but <laughs> we, do, we don't have a huge team and we do all the websites all the social and everything it's all all our branding um there's mm. someone else on that and you know time shouldn't be an issue but actually the time we had is 20 mm. minutes half an hour a day or a couple of hours over a week it does make a difference so yeah we've always looked through our hashtags and i'll be honest i've not particularly looked at who was posting those hashtags mm-hmm. and they start to go back and you go well actually no we've only posted three female photographers we've not mm-hmm. posted eight by black photographers this week we've not posted and as we look back over it you're like right okay and I think from when your post come out it's like no we've got to do better on this as well because even though we were never and I'd, I'd hate to think that we'd ever have done even 10 in a row 
or even three in a row, to be honest. Mm. Um, I think for us, it, it made us go, whoa, wait a minute. And we, I mean, one of the things we did as a, I said I wasn't going to do this as a brand, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> we needed to do, because we weren't seeing those hashtags from female, female photographers, is to actually get the message out there to use our hashtags. Mm. And, and one of the things we do even now is the first part of every day is we is almost like social listening, but manual social listening. So we'll go on and we'll look for people shooting black and white film and not using the, the hashtags that we need. And, and we'll maybe chat to them, comment about the image and say, these are our hashtags, please share, please, you know, mm. use them if you want reposting. And, and then things like we spoke we spoke to um, Holly from Black Women Photographers and said, please share your hashtags with your our tags with your members if they're shooting Ilford. You know, let tell them to use our tags and we can reshare their images. So it was, I mean, it was something that that post actually made us go, well, what and made us review what we but it, you know, that's what it should have done. Because as a female photographer myself, I'd not I don't think I'd even noticed how often it was the white man. Mm. It was the you know the middle-aged white male photographer that whose images were coming up, but they were the ones that were consistently using the tag. So mm. they were the ones that were the easy mm. pickings. Mm. So yeah, I mean, it is something now we we have a more diverse range of tags, and even though we might not um, be able to post if they're not using ours, we can at least contact people, and we do fairly regularly and say we really like this image. We know it's shot on our film. Please use our tags, and then we can re you in future. And I think, I think we have a pretty good mix. I mean, we generally post roughly three, three images a day, or three blogs or something. And it, our demographic seems to be seventy-five, twenty-five male to female, but we post probably thirty to forty percent female to male. So it's not perfect, but it's a step in the right direction. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, no, I think that's really interesting because, I mean, as you said, the, the the big sticking point or the reason that things had unknowingly to you kind of gone in that direction is because you're working people, you know, there are people behind these accounts who are doing, doing work, working hard and to actually make sure that there is a more balanced representation, it takes time and work, doesn't it? I mean, and that's the thing. And unfortunately, social media is often the thing that doesn't get given as much time as it's needed to have to manage that um t when did you and nikki start grain girls um me and nikki started grain girls in april 2021 Mm -hmm. yeah so it's all we're almost a year old um (laughs) and it was it, it it started off just so weirdly well, not weird, but it is weird to us because of where we are now. Um, it, it was lockdown. We were bored and we were discussing like pretty much the same thing. We were like, you know, there's so many different feature accounts on Instagram, whether it be like actual accounts for branded film or, you know, just your bog standard feature accounts. Yeah. And we it was sort of like during the time when the, the American version of us of like the female thing the film sorority became like um quite like a a big thing and we were like you know what like that is such a good idea um we need more things like that and because i think um because i think the majority of people from the film sorority are american it was kind of like 
we were seeing it, but not as much. So we were like, you know what? Let's let's put our heads together and create some sort of like you know daft little feature account. Even if we only get twenty followers in a year, at least we're at least we're you know doing something about it. Um, and then obviously it all blew up, and we were like, oh my god, um, where do we go from here? Because this is like we're nearly at a thousand followers overnight, and we had floods of like people messaging us just saying you know like thank you so much for doing this um you know this is we need this we need more representation we need we need people like you guys like even if like i mean i'm just i'm just a 26 year old girl from hartlepool you know it's like it's not like um anything special and we were just like you know what like this is we can go far with this and a lot of a lot of the stuff that we have done has just kind of been haphazard but um you know to see the amount of people who like um like lizzie said you know like that we're having that conversation in the background and then as soon as someone takes that step like ourselves and like lizzie did with the with kodak to like sort of put it out there and raise that voice you have so many different people that chime in and be like you know what this is this is exactly what the problem is and yeah it's just it's just kind of went from there and like the more people that we did get speaking to and even when like spoke to Michelle and myself at the at the photography show um you know it, it is that we we realized that it was more of like a an unspoken thing between women that definitely need to be brought more out of a shell let's say that's really interesting because i think one of the um things that gets thrown at this sometimes is that well women just don't put themselves forward as much or insert whichever other group you want to into that they just don't put so you know the reason it's mostly Mm. white men is because they're more confident they put themselves forward. but what you're saying is that when you presented an opportunity went look here's a space there were loads of people there ready to go yeah, we really want to make the most of that. Um, yeah, exactly. So what do you guys think? And, and bear in mind that Michelle's here, so you can't just say, well, lazy people at the company. So, I mean, you, can, you can, but she'll definitely do it. So, I mean, what, well, what do you think? What do you, because I mean, like I said, this has been, photography has an incredibly long history of having a problem with this. You only have to look at, any of the adverts for cameras probably ever but certainly look back to the 80s the 70s and the 60s like oh my god this is the worst yeah um so it, it has a long story history but we're in 2022 now why why is this still a problem what what, what do you think is of the things that are, are still leading to this being a problem at the moment well i mean it's i think the the it's hard to like pinpoint what exactly the the reason is but i think it i think an obvious thing is just like 100 like 150 years of of, um, of oppression <laughs> only 150 <laughs> i think like, you're oh, lowballing that number wow well, that that sounds so quick years specifically for photography like obviously the there's the time before that which you know god but like it, there's there's been certain you know women weren't allowed you we weren't allowed to work for a certain amount of time and then obviously um in terms of photography like it was there were women couldn't have gone into the industry years before and therefore we're in a position now fast forward many years that a lot of the people who are still sort of 
get the gatekeepers are end up being white males because just because of the years of that being the case and we just we're just sort of unfortunately still seeing the results of that I think that's the main reason and then I think another reason is in terms of the online community maybe maybe why women maybe and this is just my speculation I don't know but I think um maybe women aren't using certain hashtags for certain pages or something um because they look at that page and go, oh, there's most, they're just, they're just showing men. And so it deters people. And then, and then you create, and then we obviously create these pages like the film sorority and green girls, because historically lots of people who are excluded tend to carve out their own little spaces. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's kind of why maybe people don't use those hashtags so much because they go, well, I've got more chance of meeting people, being, having my work shown, you know that kind of thing if I use that hashtag and concentrate my efforts on that then maybe a page that appears to just show male photographers you know mm. I think that's kind of part of the reason but I think it's pretty complicated like I think there's yeah. many other things <laughs> going not, on not like, a simple answer. All the answers, but yeah. I think that's really interesting what you just yeah. said as well though because we found that with um I mean people let's be honest people aren't shy at calling out brands and we get it all the time and you know if someone's been done the research like your like that post you did then go for it <laughs> because if it makes us think then it's not a bad thing but quite often we'll see things we'll put a post out or something and we'll get people go oh, it's, it's the white man you have to be white and male to post you and we'll go well uh, we had it recently on one was a post by a black woman and they'd obviously just posted and trolled was for no reason and the other was um I can't remember who it was but again it was it was a comment out of context but sometimes I think people troll more on female photographers' posts or those posts that have something that's different because they're trying to get a reaction. And mm. we saw it on the, um, we've had like an info, you know, we started in the lockdown sessions where we spoke to photographers and things. And it was almost like a self-fulfilling thing because we spoke to somebody, we asked them to nominate somebody else. And the way it went on is we started off with a group um, of say five or six and they all nominated someone and then we interviewed them and they carried on but what we'd found um after a while is that everyone we interviewed was nominating somebody similar mm -hmm. and it was actually really hard to get out because it was a nomination process it was really hard to get out of that rut and we'd got two or three that we were waiting for you know we were desperate for them to come in because we knew they were quite different photographers to the the standard and one of those was Lucy Ridges who I mentioned before and from her post and from, I think it might have been Iceland, who's on Twitter, mm -hmm. from a, a couple, we, we suddenly got a, a whole rift of about 20 or 30 photographers that were so different. They weren't doing landscapes. They weren't doing even portraits. They were doing cyanotypes. They were damaging negatives. They were doing pinhole. And we've had this whole diverse group of people who who we'd have never reached if we'd have just if everyone had just carried on nominating another person who who shoots what I shoot another you know mm. so I think it is it's it's as a brand for us it's finding these people and I have to be honest it's a damn sight easier now we've got hashtags like Grain Girl She Hearts Film <laughs> and all on all of those that we can go and look mm -hmm. at because I've always I've always had she shoots film women who shoot film but there's more and more out there now and it's easier to find these people. And there's no excuse for not doing it, I don't think. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's interesting that you said that, that everyone's 
<clears throat> they go to what they think is a safe space because I know that when we put some posts out, I know before it goes out that there is going to be some people that are going to go, what is this absolute crap you're putting out? And it, there'll be nothing wrong with it. It'll be, no. it just won't be a, a perfectly rule of thirds composed landscape and somebody will have a go at it. So we have to monitor those comments really carefully mm-hmm. and people are allowed their opinions, but we don't allow nastiness or things like that. And, you know, mm-hmm. you have your opinion if you've got a valid reason for backing it up, but trolling just for the sake of it, I think there's a lot of people out there who enjoy doing that and just bringing people down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if um, it's maybe, I, um, this, uh, this is maybe just because of this is, what I've seen myself I could be wrong but I don't know if women are more likely to maybe get trolled and stuff or not just women actually just anyone who's I don't know stepping out of the no, box yeah, not, yeah like they're just more like get trolled and then that makes you feel you know not so welcome in a community and mm. and also you know sometimes you get I've had a few like patronizing comments from explaining <laughs> yeah um, and I think that's the thing. And that thing that can just, just that behavior can deter you as well. So it's not just like feature pages. It's also just like how you interact oh. with people. And yeah. Yeah. yeah 100%. Like I, I've always compared sort of the internet, like a school playground. Like if you stick out and try and do something <laughs> that deviates from the norm, you'll always have them people who, like what are you doing that part and it's like oh just just go away like that's all I've got to say to you really but um you know it, it, for me it's like um and I've got like a few few other people who sort of agree like it's like art is subjective like if you don't like something there's probably someone out there in the world who does and you know yeah yeah like you said Michelle you're allowed to have your own opinions and you're allowed to give constructive criticism um you know if it's if it's needed or valid or whatever but to just be downright plain and nasty that's like that's when you just need your keyboard taken off you like you're not allowed on the internet anymore smacked (laughs) over the head with it (laughs) yeah Yeah. and just ban them for a while yeah yeah Yeah, Um, i mean but unfortunately yeah you'll always you will always get people like that because they will always be people like that and obviously the internet serves as a very very solid layer of either anonymity or just like you know you're behind a screen like they can't they can't hurt me because it's not real life kind of thing and you'll always get your your keyboard warriors and your your people who who just think that they're clever and you know that that in turn can deter a lot of people from from doing it especially like if you are you know transgender or person of color or like gay bisexual asexual pansexual whatever like you'll always get someone who's like, I don't agree with that, so I'm just going to be nasty. Hmm. Mm. I think you, you, that was just the perfect analogy. A playground. We get um, if we put anything up, if we change our header for things like for Pride Month. We had the Pride flag with, and we got people saying, oh, "I'm following your account." <laughs> Good. We, 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 we did resist. <laughs> Just give them a toodly wave and just ignore them. We're like, off you trot then. Mm. And you're yeah. like, really? Are, you, are people that petty? That insecure, that, I think. Yeah, I, I, I find it really gobsmacking that in this current climate, people are that petty, but they are. And the, 
like uh, T said that the internet's the perfect place for them to hide and be a little keyboard warrior and hide behind whatever they like. They don't have to share their identity. They can mm. get their nastiness, their pettiness out and and hope that people agree with them, which I'd hope personally they don't. But yeah, it, it can be very much like that. Yeah, I think it's a big generational thing as well. Like, even though we are progressing as a generation to be a more accepting and diverse society there are still them generational lines that still do linger where it's like you know you know crucify the gays and all that and it's like you know why why are you still continuing to adopt that idea in this day and age when there is like a good good you know like percentage of people that do not feel that way anymore like but you know it's it all comes down to the freedom of speech like everyone's got a freedom of speech and you know i do believe that we shouldn't take that away from people but you know it's freedom of speech but you can't go without consequences so you know just let people say what they want and suffer the consequences Hmm. yeah and i mean and i think it's worth pointing out like what you're saying because it's lovely well i say it's lovely i don't know whether michelle feels a bit like me a bit like mm, bitter about it but like you t and izzy you're both young people shooting and the film photography community is really getting driven <laughs> by young people coming in. Michelle, <laughs> Michelle, oh, obviously you're you are also a very young person. You're in your early twenties, so you're even younger than these That's two. The Twenty-one, <laughs> yeah. but um, <laughs> but but you know, the, I mean, I I don't follow photography in general that much. Um, but film photography is certainly really. Um, it's having a really energetic boost of young people enthusiastic about the hobby coming into it and it's great but there is this kind of conflict and um kodak and ilford and most of the other big brands you've been around for a really long time and there are Mm. people who have an expectation about what they're going to get from an ilford that might not quite mesh with what they're seeing coming up from people who are doing amazing creative stuff. I mean, is that what you're yeah. finding? Is it sort of an old guard of, well, you shouldn't be doing this? Yeah, we definitely, I mean, I, I was talking to somebody um, earlier this week on site and, I mean, just as a brand, our, on, on our site, if you think our, our staff, the average years of service of our staff is 22 years. So... <laughs> Yeah, so I mean that says so. I don't get me wrong. We we are succession planning. We have got new younger people coming on staff, on site. But when you but when you think that oh, as Graham just pointed out, I'm obviously very young. But up until twelve months ago, I was probably well. I probably still would be classed as one of the younger people on site. I mean, we've got apprentices, but it is a you know there's people that have been there for twenty odd years, thirty, forty years. Isn't unheard of. And I think that's not just true of Ilford, that's true across the whole industry. And you've got some of these newer brands that are coming through. Mm. Uh, so yeah, when we put something out, when we put some we put something out um by I don't know if any of you have followed Josh Lee, he does um puts bleach in food dyes and things on negatives and oh, things like yeah. that. And it's really, really interesting stuff. But we know that for as many comments going, this is amazing, there's gonna be things what there's going to be the same amount going what the hell are you doing <laughs> to that negative yeah. and, 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 and it's that I mean for us totally from a brand point of view it's all engagement but it's also I think as a brand you've got that responsibility to gatekeep against those people who are a bit twitter and bisted sort of thing and don't 
you know, and are going to say, well, this is pants just because it's not, you're not storing it and you're not doing everything in the perfect way, the, the traditional way. Mm. So It's, it's yeah. crazy, isn't it? Because when you think about the earlier years, I mean, photography throughout, but especially in the early years of photography, there was so much inventive creativity going on. These people were throwing everything at it to see what they could do to create stuff. Um, and yet there seems to have just kind of settled out that, there's this idea of well an Ilford master printer is going to generate this kind of work and that's what's going to be like no oh my god don't don't ever let it become stagnant um I'm interested in what you guys think I feel in the the ramifications of this lack of representation for for photographers who are trying to get their work out there of you know they're obviously it's going to be hard to get your work out it's going to be hard for people to see what you're doing um what do you think are the ramifications for everybody else by this lack of diversity though in representation because there are obvious consequences of it that are broader than just well somebody doesn't get their picture seen um what do you think can follow on from this is he going to come to you first because you're looking pensive and thoughtful (laughs) that'll teach you (laughs) i guess i don't actually have anything to say but no i I think it seems that like the 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 thing i that my mind goes to immediately would be like new young photographers who are looking up and to and pretend you know thinking of maybe either a, not even not, not even just a, like a career in photography but wanting to pursue it as a hobby um and looking looking at these instagram accounts maybe or you know because or the, just so anything on the internet really and seeing that oh this it's mostly male you know it's mostly white male you know like uh, the effect that that might have on someone who he wants to pursue that as a hobby they'll they'll think oh what why and if they are if you know and they they might feel excluded because of that i don't know i think i think it's about maybe trying to inspire like a new generation of photographers to take it up and yeah that's that's the thing that comes immediately comes to mind but yeah i i think that's i mean you know i said rachel sadly not here this evening but that is a drum that she has beat very often that, that idea of you need to see it to be it and yeah. um yeah. And yeah, you know, and and it's one of these things. Like we talked about the fact that you know when you were just kind of going through, and, and the hashtags were there's just a lot more men using these hashtags, and um, it it's not one of these things that you can just flick a switch and suddenly solve. There needs to be this idea of okay, more and more people are seeing it, more people going, oh well, this is for me too. This is you know I can be engaged with this. Um, I think mm-hmm. that's a, a really valid point. Um, yeah, I've just thought of one more thing. Sorry, one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, one thing I think is that will help the situation as well is just being able to, because we're obviously having a conversation about it now, which is which is great, and um, it, but it's obviously it's keeping that conversation going mm-hmm. and like, because I think the problem is sometimes people isolate things like to one particular, you know, like like LGBTQ, like having you know having that just in one month or one day or something. Thing and not thinking about continuing it for the rest of the year the, the, the same for this issue like it's, we need to keep talking about it and what was probably most disappointing upon reflection with the Kodak stuff because it was great that they started to post seemingly to see, start to post more female photographers after the letter what was disappointing is that they didn't have like a public response and so 
it would have been great maybe for them to acknowledge something publicly and therefore there'd be like a, a discourse about it because mm. otherwise you're kind of just if you ignore it you're just ignoring you're kind of supporting the ideas of those even though there might be a small minority but there's certainly a group of people out there who think that oh it's because women there are less female photographers or women are just not as good at taking photos like that by not addressing it by just ignoring it you kind of you kind of inadvertently supporting those ideas they're just going to continue to think that hmm. so i think yeah it'd be nice for like more people like you know pages that have got a big following or even individual photographers that have got a good like influence maybe just to talk about it even if they haven't got a solution like just to like raise it yeah i th think that's one of the things isn't it that this is this is not a situation that is going to passively resolve itself because it it can't because of that thing we just talked about this idea of people need to see and be inspired to feel confident to to do stuff to to share their posts to engage with the hobby in the first place they need to feel confident doing that and it's like the snowball rolling down the hill you have to start that moving it can't just suddenly oh suddenly everyone feels confident in this sharing you can tell them that that everybody's welcome and i think these days generally everyone's pretty good at saying we want everyone everyone's welcome but that's not enough unfortunately i mean as yeah. you were saying earlier michelle you're having to go out there and to a certain extent like find people's work and go this is really good please please engage with us use our hashtag um yeah and i think that's not just us i think others other brands do that and mm. you know it'd be great to have a whole team that can do that but and it's the other thing is you don't want to keep sharing the same people we yeah. know i i could you know reel off 20 30 female photographers black photographers um photographer you know different styles from street to to portrait to landscape but you don't want to keep sharing you want to find new work because yeah i don't i can't remember if it was teal or izzy that said you know you you want other people to see photographers like them you know if, you, if you're looking for somebody to follow or somebody whose work you can aspire to or even someone who you can you know, whether you want to create something similar, then you want to see a photographer like you. And that doesn't matter who you are, you want to see that you're represented out there. So, yeah, I, th I don't think there's an easy solution. <laughs> I wish there was. I, I really don't think there is. But I think acknowledge that, that there is an issue out there and and trying together to keep it keep it in the forefront of people's minds and is, is a big step. Um, yeah. One thing I don't know if you've noticed, Izzy or T, or on I find it a very different community on Twitter than on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't use Twitter, so I can't comment. <laughs> I find I personally find the the Twitter community much more supportive and much more sharing, and not quite as dominated by those same photographers. It it feels more of a community than Instagram does. Mm -hmm. Well, I think with the way that most social media is going, especially Instagram, um, like just the way, like the the algorithm is totally just absolute trash, in my opinion, anyway. And, you know, if you're not following the newest, latest trends or using the best and newest hashtags, then, you know, you, you do kind of get lost in in the sea of basically the oversaturation of it. Um, and... You know, I think that's why a lot more people are taken to 
platforms such as like Twitter because like Twitter for me was like I, I think I used it like when I was like 13, 14 and it was like a, a massive thing then that was like oh my god I'm so cool because nobody else has used Twitter but now <laughs> it seems like it seems like everyone has all these old bastards are on it yeah <laughs> bail, yeah, bail, bail. <laughs> but yeah now it's like um you know people are utilizing like the different like different aspects of social media like i've noticed that a lot more people have websites now um a lot, like you said a lot uh, there's a more of a community build up on twitter and even just like as much as like i've like I don't really use Facebook as much as I used to as when I was like a teen, but um, I've noticed like a lot more sort of groups have been popping up on there as well. And it, it, it is kind of like a safe haven for people because, you know, you can make them private and things like that. But um, yes, yeah, as, as far as like Instagram goes, like I just think that it's, it's slowly but surely dying to death. And I think that's why like all of these, like you know, cis white males are getting um, sort of all the recognition in the world because they've been on Instagram since day one and have a consistent following of the same people and, you know, will sort of like stay and conform to like these different sort of trends or, you know, they've already had that small cult following that will just keep, you know, keep raising them up on their little pedestal Um so everyone else kind of just gets swept away with it. Um, but yeah, like I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with social media. It's great, but it's also terrible. <laughs> can tell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it's one of the arguments that's always thrown into this as well. You know, gender shouldn't matter or, again, insert whatever thing, race shouldn't matter. It should just be based on the quality of the work. You know, that's that should be the only thing. But again there's there's so much work out there that that is the thing there's so much work out there and if in this imaginary world you could see all of it evenly with an equal amount of time for all of it and judge it all fairly then sure that makes sense but that isn't mm. what's happening you know a a more limited amount of it is getting served up and it has a bias within it to, to who's serving it up um and yeah. that's that's just way i mean i when we were talking about the ramifications earlier again i'd love to get your take on this because for me one of the things is and it really relates to what you were saying about the people whose work you're interested in is like a lack of diversity that's being shared means that people who might not be following grain girls or um other more um group specific feeds aren't being exposed mm-hmm. to an incredible range of work that's out there. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it, to me, it's like imagining a world where the only music I ever got to listen to was Sting. And honestly, kill me now. Like, if, if you, if you, <laughs> like, if you, if you, if you apply this idea of, oh, well, I only want to be exposed to this stuff from this source that I know, I, I mean, I'm sure there are people out there who probably do just want to listen to the same kind of music all that. But it yeah. seems, it seems, as a as a photographer, I, personally, I want to be exposed to as much different stuff as possible. I want to see people who are doing stuff that's nothing like my work because honestly, well, if you saw my work, you'd know why. But um, yeah. yeah, so as somebody who's clearly draws inspiration from a wild, wide range of places, what do you think on that one, T? Again, I I truly believe that sort of 
delves down a little bit more into the social media rabbit hole because, as we all know, your apps watch you. Um, they, you know, they feed you information that they think that you will like based on what you like, based on what you view, how long you view it, all the rest of it. And if your Instagram feed, let's say, if you follow, you know, if you start your film photography account and you follow um, sort of like, you know, all the film accounts like Kodak, Ilford and all the rest of it, and then you follow your top suggested photographers for film, guarantee at least nine out of ten of them will be white males. And, yeah, so you're going through your feed, you'll look, and eventually you'll just start getting recommended the same sort of things. Every once in a while, you know, someone might slip through the cracks and you might get, you know, um, a a person of colour photographer or you might get a transgender photographer or, you know, someone who's not from the place where you live. And as long as you sort of stay within that comfort zone of um, going off what, instagram is suggesting to you you will never find these types of people because they it will never suggest them to you so my advice would be just basically to i i think i started off like obviously with grain girls and then um you know you go through your hashtags that are targeted to those types of people so not types of people, so other types of accounts like you know, you people of color, black women, photographers, women who shoot film, she had to film grain girls. Find you know the the things that that pick up your eye. I'm not saying that you just have to go and instantly follow like the first black women photographers like you stick their style of work, but find something that relates to you in your style of work or something that you know it might be totally different to what you do piques your interest. And then you just go from there and you you do sort of use, again, Instagram to the ability of it to suggest a lot of accounts that are similar. But it is easy to get stuck into that sort of vortex of like um, sort of, you, you know, your, your big name Instagram photographers, you know, your big name accounts and whatnot. And, you know, if you don't sort of venture from that and go further afield, then that's, that's all you're going to be saturated with. Um, and, you know, that's not to say that Instagram is fully to blame for that. It's just, it has an impression on it, but you know, there are people who that is all that they want to see. And you know, fair enough, that's absolutely fine. You know, like I said before, art is subjective. If you, uh, you know, are canny to that type of art, then I'm all for you. But if you really do want to address this issue, even, even if like, you know, it doesn't affect you, so, like, if you are a white male, it doesn't affect you, but you still feel like this is an issue that needs addressing, then it's it's something that will take 10 minutes out of your day and it can make a big amount of difference, especially if you have uh, influence over over that algorithm, definitely. Yeah, great advice. Um, we're going to start wrapping up soon, but Michelle, you need to get going. Oh, quite unreasonably. Yeah, I can hear chaos. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I keep saying my mic off so you don't hear it. But, yes. They've been little angels. Well, not little angels anymore. <laughs> they've been angels. Michelle, before you go, do you want to just very quickly, for anybody who's listening who wants to get their work or, or have more likelihood of their work getting featured on the Ilford stuff, what should they be doing? 
I mean, for us, it's all about, obviously, we can only share stuff shot on our film, so that you're not going to see colour images on our feed. Try, um, what about trichromes? They're all the rage now. Honestly, I think I think Ilford doing with the new colour film supplier. Have, we have shared a couple of trichromes, actually. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, use our hashtags. So it's, ours are really straightforward. They're just hashtag Ilford, then the film. So Ilford HP5, Ilford FP4, Ilford XP2. They're what we look for um, primarily when we're looking for images. So use our tags and keep posting yeah because the more of it we can get on especially on the popular hp5 there can be thousands posted each week and for yours to be at the top in that 20 minutes we're looking at that tag that week it, it, it is a lottery and mm-hmm. we do look for the other tags like uh t mentioned we look for the the green girls the she heart film um shoot film be nice the women who shoot black women photographers all of those as well but again that's a a 20 minute half an hour session so yeah please share our tags anyone you know who shoots our film tell them to use our tags and we're always always open to a conversation if you know of anyone that's using our film or papers um that's wants to blog or has an interesting project then tell them to get in touch the more you know the more we can share the more diverse um photographers bloggers that we can get out there then the better awesome and um film fridays on twitter yeah, Friday favourites. Friday favourites. Yeah, actually, it's, like, it's on, on all of them, Graham, as you obviously well know. <laughs> yeah, different theme each week. Really easy. The the next three themes are on the magazines on the website, so you just have to use the hashtag Ilford Photo Friday favourites and whatever the theme is. And what and day you do you actually do that on? Because you don't do that on the Friday, do you? We, we put it out on the Friday, but then we tell the next week's theme that week. So you've got seven days to share images. That theme, so they can all be found on the on the website under magazine. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, well, thank you all so much for having me on. Even though I am from a brand, I'm still a female photographer. You're you're awesome, Michelle, and it's always lovely to see you. And um, hopefully, see you soon. Hopefully, see you at the Analog Spotlight coming up. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, in May. That should be good. It are you going? Be. Are you? Oh good. Seems right. like. Seems like. But, Thank uh... you so much. I'm going to have to go because I can hear um, <laughs> breaking noises. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Bye, Michelle. Bye. 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 Okay. Well, now we've got rid of the brand ambassador. Here, we can really tear into. Um... <laughs> so, well, I would like to, to sort of wrap up here with you guys then. Um, and we've talked about quite a lot of stuff already, but what should we, and like, I'm including us, the Royal Us at Sunny 16 within this, what should individuals, what should companies, what should we be doing going forward to improve this situation? I, w- I was going to actually react to something T said, so like um, about, um, you know, like diversifying feed, I think that's the sort of term people call say um but actually i think a lot of it i think that's great that people do that i think and i think once you do do it it's very easy to have to like follow a range of different photographers but i think in terms of this issue with with like gender and and representation and of of all different groups i think a lot of it like and from the perspective of the lack of female representation it does feel like a lot of the time women are asked to do something about it. Mm-hmm. And I would like to just put it to the guys to like maybe put themselves out there and <laughs> start maybe um, just talking about it and sharing their favourite photographers and reaching out to women and things like that. I think that would make, I think that would be a really good step. Like even if you're just like a small account, 
um you know like just thinking about the the photographers you follow you know do you follow do you follow many female photographers and things like that and then um a step up from that maybe like some of the really big uh instagram accounts or twitter accounts who are male photographers who have a huge following and probably have a lot of male photographers following them i think it'd be great if they talked about it Mm. to be honest it's like that saying about um about the uh what is it you know like women's international women's day if the women in your office had to organize international women's day then you kind of miss the point Mm -hmm. like it's like (laughs) it's it's like i think i think to be honest i think guys need to do something about this as well they need to talk about it and acknowledge that it's a problem and yeah it's a it's a really positive thing to do so i'd encourage it (laughs) Mm. yeah 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 definitely like it's definitely like a starting point to you know sort of surround yourself from that and just sort of get a feel for like how many people there are around you that are misrepresented and definitely like just yeah like just to jump on what what um is just said just to like surround yourself in that and really really like sort of talk to the people and you know try if you don't fully understand the issue to understand it more and you know do your research and get yourself clued up on it you know we're not expecting like obviously we're not expecting change overnight or every sort of man to stand up and be like you know what yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna do my part but definitely like if even if it's not something that you say fully believe in but you're willing to sort of get on board or you know sort of read more about it then definitely encourage that and then you know not even just yourself like if you are like say if you as a as a as a male are surrounding yourself with people who do not support the same ideas and ideals that you do around like you know the gender inequality and the equality inequality just as a whole then you know try and educate them and then if they're not if they're not willing to sort of be educated and be on the same wavelength then you know they're you be you're also sort of being part of the problem by sort of keeping uh what's the word I'm looking for like keeping on supporting them and you know it's really all about calling people out on on their bs to be fair mm-hmm. like you know if it's like you know you it, it's all fine and well like sort of doing the things that we've said and like you know sort of really trying your hardest but if your friend joe from down the street is also you know sort of like being really man's man's planning things to women on instagram and you're not calling them out for it then you know you still you're still sort of ignoring the problem mm-hmm. as a whole like because you're not like regardless of whether it's your friends your aunties your uncle you know your partner of 25 years if, if they're still going to be adopting them say ideals and you're not going you know you're not going to speak up about it more than you know it's kind of like you're not really involving yourself into it and putting your pet putting yourself in that other person's shoes because it's like you know if the next time that someone does do something like that or you see someone being a, a bit of an ass um and you can't put yourself into sort of you know a, a different person's perspective in that like person color women whatever and think about how that is going to make that person feel then you know it's it's you're not really taking the empathetic approach to it which I, I think is a big thing because yeah 
some people will stand up and be like, well, this doesn't affect me, so I'm not going to do anything about it. But I'm going to mm-hmm. clear myself up on it. It's still like, no, you need to you need to put yourself in that person's shoes and truly understand it like from that perspective and have a bit of empathy about really. Yeah, I think that's great. Um, and and the thing is that you might think that this stuff isn't doesn't affect you, but if if you're not being exposed to a broad range of artists' work, it is affecting you <laughs> because mm. you're not you're not benefiting from it. It's as simple as that. And mm. um, and there are things that almost any of us can do. I mean, you know, and and the thing is that both of you have said is that it does require some effort it requires you acknowledging it and making an effort you know from the podcast point of view it means actually you know, go out and find a more diverse range of people who we want to talk to um and persuade them to come on which is sometimes the tricky yeah. bit trick them into coming on <laughs> um but even if you don't even if you're one of the six people left on the planet who doesn't have a podcast yet um if you've if you've got an instagram account then if you if there's a, a female a, a, somebody who is just a non-binary white male photographer whose who's work you're following and you see a, a picture that you like then just share it on your Instagram stories just go look isn't this picture awesome so that more people see it and go oh yeah that is awesome I'll follow that person it's, it, you know, it doesn't have to be yeah. big things it just has to be things and if if we're all more mindful of us of this then hopefully it will it will get better I mean I, I think it it is slowly getting better, but it's kind of a bummer. I mean, like, things like Grain Girls is fantastic, but in a way, it's a shame that things like Grain Girls need to exist because, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, but but they do, and it's great that they're there, and it's it's yeah. Um, I mean, as, as much as like we're also we're all here saying, you know, like you know, share and like and all the rest of it, like the biggest weapon. And the loudest thing that anyone has is their voice. And even if you don't have media or an Instagram account, or you know you're not in with the in with the times of all of it, or not really too sure how to go about it, biggest thing you can do is have a conversation about it, and you know sort of bring it up to other people. And you know that's that's literally it costs nothing. Mm. Like that's the biggest thing. It, it costs nothing. It might. You never know. It might cost you some friends because they might not agree with what you're saying, or you know, you might come into disagreements with people or arguments. But you've got to think about it in the big picture of like if you speak up about something like this or call someone out for, you know, being an ass. Let's just say, <laughs> for lack of better words, um, and they get in a tizzy about it and start an argument and be like, oh, well, you know, you've changed or what kind of... Like, do you really want to be surrounding yourself with those people anywhere? Mm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, powerful. like, it, it is a, it is a big thing. And I get that. And, like, you know, it's not, it's not for everyone just to be going around blowing their trumpets, like, you know, like gender inequality and all the rest of it. It's, it's definitely you know it, it can get some people into into trouble and that's why some people do take to the internet to do it but you know anything small is is something big mm-hmm. in my opinion yeah. so you know the even if it's you know just a tiny tiny little 
thing that you can do, it's it's still worth a lot more than what you think it's going to be. That's awesome. Mm. Um, I would love. Now we we talked about you know going to. I mean, you made the point of hunting out websites where you'll see more diverse work. Do you guys have suggestions as well as Grain Girls? Obviously, go to Grain Girls. <laughs> but um, are, are there other websites that you guys or Instagram feeds that you would say? Follow these people and you will see a more diverse range of people in front of you. What are your suggestions for that? Um, well, um, obviously in terms, well, there's obviously we've mentioned film, the film sorority. That's a good one for f- finding more women. Um, Black with film is one of them. If you want to like, yeah, like that's, that's a really good feed actually. And also, I mean, there are others like think film club global. They like, they post a real like, really good like range of people as well like yeah and what I quite like about them is they're not they're not just like specifically for for women like they're they're just called film club global but they just go they are just diverse like mm-hmm. do you know what I mean yeah, they're yeah. not yeah they're just they're just it's for everyone it's you know that kind of thing I really like that um that approach so those are the ones that come to mind um yeah. There are there are some like feet there are I did have a look at some of the more sort of bigger brand pages and there are some that are really good actually at like posting at a glance what appears to be more of a diverse range of like artists like I think Lamog- Lamography are pretty good for example yeah yeah they are yeah yeah which I think is kind of speaks a lot because like, it's quite an experimental film mm-hmm. so maybe that's part of part of it as well I don't know but yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got anybody else you want to shout out to? Um, to be fair, like I, I unfollowed like a lot of like um, yeah. tagging accounts just just for the pure reason that I was just like sick of seeing the same people mm-hmm. or the same kind of things getting <laughs> shared. But <laughs> um, definitely, I'd say I'd say more for me. I, I I go for more like the hashtags, so you know, Grain Girls, She Hearts Film, Women Who Shoot Film, Black Women Photographers, Women Film Wednesdays, and um, there's a couple of people that do spring to mind. So there's a girl with too many cameras. Like uh, she is great for for being that voice for people, and you know great at putting out a lot of issues and great for like um tagging a lot of people as well and you know bringing more people into the spotlight um and there is uh oh gosh i i there is a there is a a, a guy photographer um <laughs> I, I i think he yeah i think he's asian and i honestly i don't, really really don't want to say he's uh instagram account because i will absolutely butcher it, but it <laughs> oh go on kid. go on I, th- I think it's like Kal- kalahari or something oh i know uh, is he yeah yeah you, yeah you yeah. know what i mean yeah and he he is is brilliant for um also being that spotlight for people and, and he participates in women film wednesdays and you know he's from a diverse background as well so he points out a lot of people in that sort of retrospect as well um they're the two that instantly definitely spring to mind but yeah from for me it's mostly through hashtags um and and when i whenever i do click on a hashtag as what hashtag hashtag as well um i go on not top but newest posted and then it kind of tends to filter out like the you know like the the big name brands and the big name people and, and like the accounts that have reposted them that get like thousands of likes um, and I tend to just kind of do it that way. So I, I think for for anyone, 
um, who's wanting to do that, um, instead of finding like maybe just a specific account apart from like the obvious ones, um, to just do that and then just have a look, see what you can find that piques your interest. Yeah. I do want to give a quick shout out to um, the Instagram feed London Camera Project as well, um, run by yes. Robert, um, because Robert's great. And oh, I love Robert. I, can I just say I love Robert? Yes. <laughs> Anybody who has ever met Robert loves Robert because Robert he's is so very lovable. He's also just like a bit of a teddy bear, isn't he? He's just, he's just, he just is. He's lovely. And he has for many years now curated a feed of shared work that is great yes. and interesting and diverse um so if you're not if you're not really following london camera project you absolutely should and if you see robert in the street just follow him he'll really freak him <laughs> out and do it anyway <laughs> i went on one of their photo walks not mm-hmm. like at the end of the summer yeah it was really good yeah yeah, yeah. they're great it's great yeah that's the thing and the organizers photo walk you know it is more than just the feed as well i think that's worth saying. yeah um before we get out of here uh, as i mentioned it before michelle left i want to just let you guys know that there is an event coming up um i brought the thing up in front of you <laughs> i only learned about this last week hopeless um on may the 14th in worcester there is uh, the inaugural community event being held by the analog spotlight now um the analog spotlight happened at the photography show last year it was great really fantastic and this is going to be the first sort of one-off um independent event that they're having it's taking Taking place at the Kiln co-working space in um, Worcester, and it's sponsored by people like Ilford Photo. You may have heard of them. Um, the Pixelator, the photography show themselves, Analog Wonderland. Oh, yeah. Probably never heard of them. Lensfair. <laughs> um, there's going to be who's going to be there. So as mentioned already, um, Chroma Camera, cameras by Max, Simon Forster, Silverpan. Oh. SolarCan, Zone Imaging, all sorts of people. And I think more people will be added to that. There's going to be a photo walk. There's going to be talks and demonstrations. It's going to be a real fun time. Um, And I'm going to be there. So so that'll put a dampener on everything for everybody. (laughs) But it will also be a real fun time. I'm really looking forward to it. I love cameras with Max. Oh, Oh, I just fixed my camera. (laughs) There you go. I fixed mine as well. And... Like when we were at the when we were at the photography awesome. show, um, when me and Nikki were doing the talk, like they were helping like gather people around. <laughs> oh, bless! That's awesome. There yeah, you go. Basic and it's brilliant. So quick, so good. Yeah. <laughs> what more of a recommendation do you need? So, um, yeah, that's happening on the fourteenth of uh, May. Um, it's a, listen. I'm not saying you need to bring me a present, but it is a day after my birthday, so. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> just, just bear that in mind, okay? That's what I'm saying. Um, if you go to Analog Spotlight, that's analog spelt the proper way or the uh, British way, as we put it, analogspotlight.com forward slash launch dash event, uh, you will find all the details there. Um, it's I'm really looking forward to it. The day ends with drinks uh, at nearby pubs, so that's good. Um, so hopefully we'll see some of you lovely people there. Um, T. Where can people find you, find Grain Girls? Instagram feed. Um, You'd have to give your address and phone number if you, if you don't. If you want to, <laughs> knock yourself out. I mean, I mean, I, I currently live at the pub that I work in, so you know, if, if the, we do have a hotel, <laughs> but um, yeah, so you can find um, me on Instagram at iso underscore related film. Um, Grain Girls at Grain Girls, simple and easy. And then we also have a website, which is just www.gringles.com 
r.co.uk. It's one of the two. <laughs> but our website is linked um, on our Instagram bio. We've also got an email that you can um, pop any submissions um, for our Instagram feed on there. And we're also um, taking a lot of blog submissions at the minute for the website. So if you awesome. fancy a bit of a write-up. Did I guess further that you might even have a Michelle, uh, Michelle, you might even have a blog from Michelle coming up at some point? Yes, yes, we do. Um, it, I've been asking her since like September, but life, life uh, finds a way. Um, and yeah, um, she she sent us one over, um, so that's going to be on there soon. Um, we've also got, um, we've actually got a blog post from cameras by max um that i don't know if that's already up or if it's going up i can't really remember um but yeah we've got a couple on there at the minute um we've also got one from um louise who works at take it easy lab in Leeds. she did a little write-up for us um which is pretty cool if you'd like to check that out awesome izzy where can people find you <laughs> um i'm just um izzy izzie underscore far f-a-r-r on instagram mm-hmm. um i am on twitter but not as much and it's the it's the same username <laughs> and your website oh yeah my website is bekindshootfilm.com um haven't actually written anything on it for a while though so <laughs> well you know i mean after you, after you kind of dropped that bomb last year it's like well i could take a break now i don't know time now but you can go, I'm gonna read it for it if you like, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's still there. It's all there, all there. Ironic when you have said that we need to keep this conversation going, and then you stopped in September. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, it has been an absolute delight talking to you this evening. Um, Apart from the bit where T said she was on Twitter when she was 13. Boy, did that make me feel so old. <laughs> but apart from that, it's been really fantastic. Really fantastic. And um, I hope I get to speak to you guys again in the future. I'm sure we will. Because as you said, this is not a thing that we just have one conversation about and then it's fixed, sadly. Um, we will get out of here now. I don't think there's anything else I need to remember. And if there is, I have already forgotten it. Uh, we'll play, as always, with uh, Rachel's fabulous band, Roja. Um, uh, you can find their music wherever good music can be found. Um, not the kind of places you'll find Sting's music. Only good music can be found there. And we will be back with you again soon. Until then, thank you for listening and goodbye. Goodbye.